<laughs> okay. Hey guys, everyone, welcome to the Failed Rockstar Club podcast. Special. Ooh. Now we've never done this before, and this is going to be this is an experiment, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm hoping it's going to become a regular. A, I do a, reg- a new regular feature. Yeah. But this is the very first one, so in that sense, it is very special. I yes. like it because this is this is off piece. This is not we're not doing our usual malarkey. Uh, am I allowed to talk yet, or do you, you talk, to introduce you talk, me first? You talk whenever you want. Okay. So, well, yeah, we should say that extra voice you can hear there is our very good friend John. Hello. He, you might recognise him from previous episodes. He did his band for life. Yes, yeah. he's a very close friend of ours. We've known John and for since we've been what, since we've known each other really. Since a long 20, time. 20 years. Yeah. So mm. okay, too yeah. long, baby. Yeah. Do they do they know the backstory of uh, how how we met and all that? Or is that not important to this? Go for it. Oh. Uh, so it's quite a weird story. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I grew up next to uh, Craw- the Crawfords, Toby and Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Dixon to my left here married Roxanne, uh, so I knew him from that. But then he went to uni, met Steve, formed a band. That band also had Nick as a drummer, Yep. who was also at my school, which is weird. But you guys didn't know each other before that. And then uh, we all moved to London, and you one day asked if you could stay on my couch for a bit. And I think five years later you were still there. Like some kind of tramp. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. He did pay some money towards it. I did. I paid minimal, minimal money, but <laughs> yeah. I paid something. Yeah. So this episode, um, we are we're changing things up a little bit, and we are going to listen to an album that is very close to your heart, right, John? Yes. Uh, ironically, when I first heard it, uh, I thought it was a pile of rubbish. Uh, but then I don't know much about music, uh, and then I actually listened to it properly and realised it's actually quite genius. How long did it take you to love this album, this secret album? <laughs> um, basically, when I stopped caring what other people thought. Okay. <laughs> so the thinking, most oh, liberating thing that can ever happen. Yeah, to a human being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And started thinking for myself a little bit, and then actually listened to it. And but did you not, when you first listened to this album, did you not? I didn't appreciate it. was cool at the time when it came out. Yeah, but that's probably one of the reasons I disliked it, because everyone liked it. Uh, and I listened to it and thought, it's just a guy talking. Uh, and actually, it's, he's a lyrical genius. Uh, and, well, the first two albums at least, anyway. Uh, and, yeah, I just absolutely loved it from then on. I t- the reason why I chose this album is mm-hmm. because um, I work in video, TV and film. Yep. And I know very little about music, and obviously with you two musos, there's no way I could get a really iconic album that's all about the music because I'd have no opinion on it. Whereas this album is all about storytelling yep. and narrative, and I can sort of feed into that. And what is this special album called? So it's called A Grand Don't Come For Free, or A Grand Don't Come For Free, uh, by The Streets. The Streets, A Grand Don't Come For Free. Okay, so I've done a little bit of prep work. So what do you think about this? I've summed it up. Okay. <clears throat> a Grand Don't Come For Free A musical narrative that tells a story About a bloke That loses £1,000 Suspects his mates 
finds a girlfriend, finds his TV is broken, messes about with a woman he meets in a bar on holiday, feels bad about it, loses his girlfriend, and finds his thousand pounds again. Yeah, I think it's 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 weird. It's one of those concept albums that you thought would become really popular and actually never really did. Like yeah. I think the album, the premise out- itself is such a simple premise, isn't it? Yeah, it's like and pretty think, every day, isn't it? I think that's what everyone can relate to. It's one every single song someone's got had an experience, whether it's through a friend or or, mm-hmm. or the actual directly to them. Everyone's experienced that something within that song. Well, I remember at the time it got a lot of critical acclaim because of how different it was to any other mm-hmm. it, any other album. It received almost a hundred percent good reviews. There you go. It was released 11th of May... 2004. Sure, you're looking at the same <laughs> bit, that's where I got that from. 11 songs, coming in at 50 minutes and 36 seconds. Is that in there? No. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, 50 minutes and 35 seconds I've got oh, here. Okay, 36 <laughs> seconds I've got. This is according to Spotify. It got to number four in Denmark. <laughs> Dane's got a good taste. 34 in Switzerland. Yeah, they're always on the fence about stuff, aren't they? <laughs> Five in Norway, and number one in the UK and Ireland, and it still hasn't been released in Slovakia. <laughs> it's important to note that. So I guess we're asking you, like, we're going to put it on and mm-hmm. chat about it as it goes through. Yeah. So, much like Tim Burgess's listening party, if you want to put it on and kind of, yep, while you're listening, just remind yourself of the we're songs. We're going to try and play it in order. Yeah, we're not, we've never done this before, so we don't know what's going to happen. But we're going to give it a bloody good go. So it'll just kind of be in the background, I guess. Mm. Track one. It, it was supposed, was supposed to, be to be so easy. I've got down here. His day does not go to plan. Everything goes wrong. Whoa, whoa! That's not it. That's not it. <laughs> here it comes. I like it because it's such a dramatic opening. Yeah, it's like it's setting up the whole thing. It was supposed to be so easy. Just take back the DVD, withdraw that extra money, tell mum I wouldn't be back for tea, and grab my savings and hurry. To get the bill back in time, to avoid that big fine. I had to do a fast hill climb, but a faster decline. But I flew a bit quick, arms like a lunatic. I had to stop for a few ticks, I started feeling sick. Got to the video shopping estate. But chopped, it wouldn't be late. Only when he flicked open the case, I'd left the disc in my I have achieved absolutely now. In just being out of the house, I've lost out. If I'd wanted to end up with more now, I should have just stayed in bed like I know how. So I failed on the DVD, but I still had to get the money. Tell mum I couldn't make tea, get the savings and then hurry. Rushing to the cash machine. Still a bit masculine. Then of course the mandatory car drives by and splashes me. Get there, the queue's outrageous. Ladies taking ages. My rage is broken. Yeah, Give it a bed. How long does it take to validate your wages? A bed of the streets. I think so, everyone can this song, right? Yeah, it kind of sets the seat. That's the whole concept of the album is about that lost thousand pounds. That's yeah. We won't give away where it is. No. Mm. But it's, 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 a, it's a sign of a good story, right? You, you have a common theme running throughout yeah. the whole thing, but no matter what, what you, different things happen within it, you've yeah. got a common theme. You also it starts so small, it starts so mundane. But you need a problem as well yeah. to create a narrative. Yeah. But it's, yeah. 
I mean, I can't really comment about the actual talent within the actual music, but maybe you guys can. But for me, it's... Well, I'm known for my <laughs> rapping skills, big time. But in terms of <laughs> the musical bed underneath, of, underneath his rapping... Yeah, I mean... And there's lots of little things in there, aren't there? Those, those so big sort of fanfare yeah. trumpet sounds, so I guess that's a sample. Yeah. It's just a great way of opening the album with that big... Yeah. Like, it's like an announcement. Yeah. Well, it's, almost, is, it's almost cinematic, We're starting, it? yeah, yeah. But even like, this, like the Star even Wars, like this bit, for example, was coming now. when it's got that uh, monotone kind of rap, yeah. like, melody, like harmony that goes with it. It is an acquired taste, isn't it? When you first hear Mike Skinner rap, in inverted commas, and it is just... He's just talking. He's just... The rhyme scheme isn't like as consistent as a lot of other hip hop, and the tone of it is much more spoken word than a lot of rap stuff. Yeah, but, it, it but is, once you once you're locked in, that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I first it's got it's got a very ryth- rhythmical uh, feel to it. As in, it might not be rapping, but it, there is that beat in his voice. Yeah, it's so English. Like compared to like American rap, which is like all the characters are larger than life and it's yeah. like big ball. It's all about the bling. Here it's English. It's all about it's the mundane. So English and it's so like the Office. It's like almost like they're kind of like that kind of like everyday, dry, grey. Yeah, but it's the humour and yeah. interest within yeah. those moments, isn't yeah. it? It's not about having a flash car or whatever no. that matters. It's it's those little stories and nuances within it. I mean, dated by the fact he's got to take a DVD back to a shop. Yeah. He'll probably regret that. It's obvious time, though. <laughs> yeah, you know? little snapshot. Yeah. For younger listeners, we used to rent DVDs from Blockbuster. <laughs> DVD. <laughs> yeah. DVD was a thing that sat on like a, a CD. I don't know if you ever heard of them. <laughs> yeah. He's so easy. Do you stop it or do we play on? Mm, well, we've got more to say about this one. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about DVD shops right yeah. now. It's important to note. Yeah. You would, you'd rent it for... A, you know, two days usually, that was about standard time, and then you have yeah. to drop it back off at the shop and get your money back. Yeah. But the concept... No, no, the, no, the no concept got, got a fine if you got it late. Oh, yeah, if it was late. But the concept of that at the time was massive business, wasn't it? You look at Blockbuster, mm. every town had a Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. They did. Magical places to me. Yeah. And then it went, on, it went up a gear, didn't they? And you could be posted the DVD, so you didn't even have to go to the shop in the end. Yeah, that was a game changer. And then now... And then they all closed. <laughs> now you're because of the internet. Like, yeah. It ruined everything. Yeah. The internet revolution. The music industry. The film industry. But what's great Blockbuster about that, video. <laughs> what's great about that first song, it's just the mundaneness of it all. Like yeah. it's it's everyone's had that day where it's just like why the fuck? Everything's going wrong. Yeah. Why the fuck yeah. did I bother? You think it's not going his phone's run out of batteries. Yeah. He can't he's got no money in his bank account. Yeah. A car splashes him. Yeah. It's it's like a little kind of soap opera, like a yeah. snapshot of I assume he's still, like he grew up in Birmingham. I, it's I don't almost, know if it, it feels London y to me though, this album. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's just because I don't I'm, know. He he was born in London, grew up in Birmingham, and then moved back to London. So it's also I don't quite, think it references. It's what we call in the in the film trade foretelling because it's mm. it's setting up that the rest of the rest of his uh, time is going to be a bit shit too. Yeah, mm. which is a problem. So track two is called "Could Well Be In," and this is where he meets Simone, who works in JD, JD Sports. Sports with his mate Dan. With his mate Dan. Oh, is that written there? No, I've just oh. just remember. I just know the album. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why we're talking about it. <laughs> Could well be in. Got hurt majorly, find it tough to trust. Looked at the ashtray and looked back up, spinning it away on the tabletop. She looked much fitter than Saturday Joss. She worked in JDs with Dan. Back then I figured she was pretty damn rough, but she was only wearing her work stuff. And in these clothes she looked more than rough. 
She stirred her straw, sat up to her joss I told her I thought it was important That you could get lost in conversation Chatting shit, sitting in oblivion Of that person who's your special one She said she was the worst ball player under the sun The blokes go easy, so she always won I saw this thing on ITV the other week Said that if she played with her hair she's probably keen Playing with her hair well regularly. So I reckon I could well be in. I wrote down the, my favourite line from this song where he says, I told her I thought it was important that you could get lost in conversation, chatting shit, sitting in oblivion. Like just, you know, when you meet someone and you do, you just feel like you can tell them anything, you just get lost in conversation yeah. you know there's this is the first date though, special right? as well yeah. yeah but what I love about this is that every man pretends to like always all about the girls like finding different girls like doesn't care but when you find that true one everyone turns into that everyone's the same it's turning into rom- hopefully it's romantic that um, is a million miles away from this masculine persona yeah. that it's all about the birds yeah they don't want their mates to find out no. but that's I, what they like yeah I saw an amazing I saw an amazing uh, documentary called The Lift where it's a guy who spent um, a week in, going up and down in a lift in a tower block mm-hmm. and he filmed people coming in and out uh, and he met this one guy who um, starts off all bravado-ish and at the end of the week he's, he's coming back and he's always all shy and he and goes uh, do you love her? because he's going to visit his girl each time and he looks at the camera quite shyly and he's like yeah and it's like even this really masculine bloke can just admit that he's in love with his girl and that's what his song's about is finding that one true person that make, can turn you into that blubbering idiot mm. that would embarrass you if any mates and also it's like the, it's that idea of reading the signs right it's like yeah. like he's looking at her really simply but she's playing with her hair regularly yeah. so he's well. watched a documentary on ITV yeah yeah well, body language is huge, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 and that are you, are you any good well, at... where she's on the phone and he's like trying to figure out something to do with his fucking yeah. that time and the fact that embarrassed. she didn't look that good in her JD sports uniform, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> once she dolls herself up, yeah. we've all been there. She I didn't look that good in my Sainsbury's it, uniform. Is this the was, guy... your, was your question going to be if are we any good at reading language? signs? Yeah, yeah. I'm amazing when it's not me. As in, when I when it's a mate with a girl, I, I can tell instantly whether he likes her or not, or she likes him or not. When it's, when it's me, too. I'm like, mm. like she could be basically sticking her tongue down my throat, and I'd be like, does she like me? Is she into me? I mean, she's literally in me. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. She's in you. <laughs> yeah, oh, the tongue was in uh, the throat. The guy singing this is he the guy that's from the first album as well? I couldn't tell you, Steve. I don't know. I know the streets is, is a kind of a band, but I just wonder whether or not the, the, the singers. He, well, he collaborates I, with lots of people. I don't know. I think he has the his... same guy that's on the. What was the big the big single? Dry, Dry your eyes. eyes. Yeah. yeah. I think he has like a sort of selection of guys yeah. he goes to, but I think he likes to collaborate with different people, doesn't he? Mm. I mean, I feels... like know what I'm talking about, but yeah. well, his new his new album there's lots of different collaborations. Yeah. There's one with the guy out of Tame Impala. But I imagine when you first starting off, you stay loyal to the same sort of people, don't you? Yeah, maybe that was his Bromley his Bromley crew. Yeah. I like to think it is. Yeah. I like to think it's just like his boys that he's kind of like writing with in the garage. Yeah. Like it's kind of written because this album he said was written like he created the narrative first, yeah. the story, and then wrote the songs around that story. Yeah. Well, he was. I read that he's he was reading a lot of sort of fact, fic, non-fiction books about directors and how they constructing yeah. narrative and all these kind of things and yeah. directors and stuff. But I, I, I'm genuinely talking generally about. Music surprised there aren't more albums 
in this in this style, like where it is a story. Mm. Yeah. Because of the success of this, like you know, obviously, complete. There's so many stories to tell. Mm. It's weird. There's so many concept albums that are very loosely hung together, mm. but not many that have a coherent story like this. A narrative. What's weird is his first album was nothing like this, but yet yeah. people but, still debate which one's better. Because I, I love this first album. The first album's got some bangers on it. Mm. Yeah. It's more. It's got more kind of strong pieces, but this is like as a concept. And, this album is better. And the first album was so. It was so new and written, like nothing yeah. sounded like yeah. the streets at that point. Mm. It was a game changer. It's, it's, it? it's pretty rare, isn't it? You get an like yeah. art, artist sounds wanky to me, but uh, a, a musician that sort of changes a whole genre yeah. of music. Totally. This one is uh, track three. It's called "Not Addicted." He tries to gamble back his a thousand pounds, gets lucky by not being able to make the bet that he wanted to make and it's wrong anyway yeah well it's, it's everyone's had a little flutter now and again aren't they but it's like knowing when to quit yeah. and this one to me at first sounded really um, out of place but again it's about that mundane yeah. Saturday going up the betting shop I mean I've never done it this time I know I'm going to smash the bet before she smacks in the back of the net Men grip slips, wipe their hands of sweat. The camera pants in your white pants ends. When he quit for blue suit, crash the reds. Then catch that cash when the rep has said. My mate's out, his pants a mess. It's getting late, I've not that yet. Boy, the question I have to ask myself is, can I see us not flattering them? If I can't see that happening, then I'm going to put all my money down on one fat bet. Now I don't know the first thing about four. But my sister tell me this is what we for. I like about this one is it's the rhythm of his voice. It's yeah. It's it's almost as important as the music. <laughs> yeah. But again it's like we've all put a bet on, right? And it's like but it's that kind of gambling of uh, why, why are you gambling yeah and this is trying to kind of win back the money right and it's the pressure's on but again for you kids it's uh, the fact that he's had to go to a shop to, shop to do it rather than doing it on his phone yeah <laughs> he probably could online gamble then but yeah there was Still, it was a big deal for people on a Saturday. Well, yeah, not we, just a Saturday. Well, everyone's had a bet on the football. Well, not everyone, but yeah. you know, I think my friendship group people had a bet on the football. Do a bit of an acker, get really excited when it comes in, winning yeah. like eighty quid or whatever from a pound bet. I love that line at the end where it's like, "I will bet to lose instead of betting to win on the football. Yeah. I will bet to lose on the cricket." Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. There's that sense of humour running through the yeah. the whole album. It's just, it's rare. And, and it's also, really he, good. you wouldn't have. He doesn't know much about sports, which is apparently what comes out in his isn't the character anyway. I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, that he's I speaking thought Mike Skinner was like a Birmingham fan. But I don't think it's biographical, is it? I think it's just like kind of like character based. Yeah, thing. it's interesting that because he's called he's called Mike. Yeah. The character in the album yeah. is Mike, and yeah. his name's Mike. So he's obviously. I don't think any of this happened, but he obviously he's speaking from experience. Maybe it's like fresh French Prince of Bel Air style. He's called himself after his yeah. uh, character. <laughs> Still got a minute left. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I, I wonder that whether or not he's writing bio. I don't think he is. I think he's writing just a well, character based. Everyone writes semi-autobiographically, don't they? Yeah, there's a bit of yourself in everything. Yeah, you, that's the best. Makes the best writer, apparently, isn't it? Mm. Write what you know. That's what they say. Um, 
The first time I heard this song, I didn't understand where this fitted into it. It wasn't until I started reading about it that I tried. I realised that where it fitted into the story. Really? As in, he's lost. He's, he's, he's trying to make his money. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't. I didn't really consider it. I didn't, didn't click. I didn't understand. I thought it was a bit like a bit of a sore thumb from the album. It's the kind of track that stand alone you'd be like, it would pass you by, but in the context of the album, it mm. really works. I think. Yeah. It just hammers home that the mundanity again. Well, you think this is track three, right? In that normally in many albums, track three is like the big single. Yeah. There you go, that's the music thing I didn't know. Isn't it? It's true, isn't it? Like the early yeah. doors, you, you pack it through track. Oh, yeah. But because of the narrative of this album, the biggest single is like nearly the end because it's like it doesn't work otherwise. But I suppose this is because he's trying to tell the story, right? It, it, mm. you, you couldn't think like that. You no, exactly. That's, that's true. Well, fit, fit But You Know It was the. The big hit. Was yeah. the, well, that was the first single, mm. like before the album, yeah. and then. Uh, Dry Rise was the big number one but, single. But I think what's great about each of these songs is yes, they work in the narrative of the whole album, but they also work as an individual song as well. You don't need the rest of the album to to appreciate the individual songs. Most of it, that that one for me is one that, as in that, you can see why he released the singles he did. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, I think well, they do, I think I think they do all they're all like, standalone songs. Dry Rise especially is. I mean, we'll get to that one. Yeah. but that's one that like. Obviously like, connects with a lot of people. Every man can relate to that song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So track four is called Blinded Blind by the Lights. Lights. This is, Blinded by the Lats. This is and my personal favourite. Is it? I should I say. Think it's yeah. a, musically, this is one of my favourites. Yeah. So I've written, gets stood up in a nightclub by Simone, mm-hmm. takes drugs, thinks he's spotted Simone kissing Dan, but gets too fucked up to care. We've all been there. Well, yeah, he's... He says that, and I get the impression he's like not sure whether he's seen what he's, he's seen, what seen he's seen yeah. because he's off his head. Yeah, and yeah, don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, it's the message from this one. Yeah, that's what I take from it anyway. Well, drug, drug can make you paranoid, right? Mm. This is that kind of example of going to some fucking but, absolutely shite house. <laughs> I also I quite enjoy the song because it reminds me of great times I've had in clubs as well. Though. Yeah, <laughs> it is like the music's brilliant. Song. Yeah, yeah, love this music as an actual track. That's the one, right. How did he not find a baby with his hand in my shoe? Way too close for me. I will at least say that I've been through. Should be a good night in here. But I'm out in the main room. People keep pushing me though. And reception on the phone. And I'm thinking. Lights are my eyes. They said they'd be here, they said. They said in the corner. And I'm thinking. Drums are Good at like something about that string line, like looping over and over, just yeah. make 
even, even like Sober Light of Day makes me feel a little bit woozy and kind of what for me was amazing a little bit off my head it's, a, it's quite a lot of dance tracks dance tracks can be like this it's almost like you're coming up with him not that we, obviously any of us know what that's like but it's, it's, almost, it's the song is bringing you up with ridiculous. him <laughs> so it's almost like you're on the drug with him it's, yeah, it's yeah. very clever especially when the, when, the, when the song drops as well I'm mashed <laughs> that bit <laughs> Again, it's just like the mundanity of going to a club and like the kind of like the dirt of it and like the kind well, of Well, even like, having to go to the entrance to get bars on your phone, yeah. right? It's, it's like, so, it's so like everyone's been through these like experiences. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the queue, it talks about the queue at the bar. Yeah. You know, just Give all mind for the bouncers and yeah. stuff like that. Mundane stuff. But yeah, it's it, so it, does, consistent. it does take me back to the times when I used to go clubbing and have such a good laugh. Well, that's the thing. He he thinks he spotted his girlfriend getting off with his best mate, but he's still. Yeah. At the he, end, he's having he's having a wicked because he has been time regardless. Up, you know, he's wondering where the fuck they are. Yeah. And he's like, "What's going on? Where are my mates?" And then. But also, it's that paranoia, isn't it? It's like I think we've all seen been there when with your imagination gets the better of you, when it's not actually what it is. Mm. So obviously, he's thinking, "I'm on drugs." Am I being overly paranoid? Am I double thinking myself? Yeah, you know? like overthinking it. Yeah, exactly. But it's, yeah, it's, musically, this is my favourite track in, on the album. It that? has it has the strings give it that depth that a lot the rest yeah. of the album doesn't have. This is the melody, like the tempo. Because you've got that the put the, the vo- push yeah. of the strings and the drums are so slow. With that, yeah, slow drum it is. Yeah. It's really good production on this. Is wicked. I can't remember and it's quite re- it's really repetitive it's really repetitive. Yeah. but he does but step it up doesn't he when, when the drug when the drugs yeah, kick yeah, in for him it, the, the song kicks in as well so if it kicks in it, it just it only picks up a bass it kind of expands yeah I don't think it has you, you more, can, you hear more it slowly, slowly for me it slowly picks up in speed it might do the keyboard the keyboard getting quicker I think it's the same is it it's, well, it feels the same to me so I'll, I'll, I'll believe the music, music musician right over over myself, but it just feels like it gets quicker to me. But that, yeah, maybe that's, that's the, maybe the, the cleverness. Of the yeah, song. that's probably kind of driven by the sort of lyrics. And also, I this track say. is really intense. And then the next track is like a lot more kind of like yeah. chilled and more kind of like like it's positive. Almost the day after, isn't it? Yeah, the day after, which is weird because this one is kind of if if you really ramp the volume up in this one, it's so intense. I can see why it's everyone's, like, a lot of people's favourite yeah. song. I think that was like a fourth single. Well, it's. Oh, was that? that I think it was a single, single? yeah. Okay. But it was like near the end of it, so kind of, it would have kind of gone through the the like the album had gone through the cycle. Yeah. So it's like one, like one last push. It's got that more tuneful, like with the female vocal in it as well. Yeah. It's got more of a melody than a lot of them have. I yeah, suppose. I think there's only two songs in the old album that have a female vocal. Mm. One where this one and, and then one where he's arguing with yeah, his girlfriend. Get, get out of my house. Yeah. yeah. And do you reckon it's, it's the same girl? I don't know if it is. It doesn't sound like it. No. But again, no, I, don't, I don't know. Cause and again, that, I mean, we were skipping a bit there. We'll go to that one because yeah. um, he talks about Femme Fatale in that one. This next song is called um, Wouldn't Have It Any Other Way. Yeah. Um, and I've written here Moves In With Simone thinks it's good to settle down rather than go and get fucked up with your mates yeah and I get I think we've all been there haven't we when yeah. it comes to um, yeah, well, yeah when you when you find the right one you'd, you'd much rather spend it in with her than go out and get mashed up with your mates I mean it's still nice to go out, go out occasionally but 
I should be standing at the bar waving a £10 note around But I sit here on the sofa at my girl's house I should be chatting shit as I'm nodding out another snout But I'll roach a spliff watching the TV for now I should be watching a fruit machine for which one will pay out But I sit on the sofa at my girl's Anyhow, I should be legging it from a cab like a mad little lout but I'll write your spliff watching the TV throughout. I know I never tell about every single day night. I'm always thinking loads about her. She's the best thing that ever happened to me. And I don't know what I'd do without her. I should actually go out and about and flip some beer mats. Instead of sitting here at my girl's gaff. Because all I seem to do is sit in this habitat. Just roaching a spliff watching the TV and that on the TV at my house is a bit broken on the back. So oh, the TV reference. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah. Again, that's a great storyteller, right? Yeah. Throws back occasionally, gives you little tidbits from. Yeah. In case you've forgotten. Yeah. What, what the narrative His is. His TV's broken. It's almost like. And he's lost a thousand pounds. It's almost like a comedian. He throws back to it, to it yeah. each time. Do you think that he wrote these melodies like the one the other guy's singing because they're a lot more melodic um, or do you think he's given the good question but he's he does sing doesn't he on so he, he can sing because he sings on dry your eyes and there's another one where I, it's definitely him singing he hasn't got an amazing voice though has he no but it's i think it suits the kind of mm. fragileness of his just his not vocal. sure whether or not he actually writes those melodies or whether He's writing the kind of narrative or the lyrics, or he's. I think, if, yeah, if you. I'd like to give him the benefit of doubt and say he is doing, but. I like, probably. I think, I think my instinct is that he is, and they maybe elaborate them a little bit. Yeah. If he's working for the same guys, mm. like the crew. Yeah, then maybe take it take it on a bit, but I would say he, he does. But it's like, he's that kind, of, that kind of constant battle that a lot of us have between being at home with our partner. And your or mates. being out with your mates yeah. and the kind of difference between sitting at home kind of quite sedate I mean I mean the, the Lorona Spliff bit is probably not quite what we're up to <laughs> having but, a beer but watching telly whatever whatever yeah. you miss no judgement if that is what you get up to versus apparently it's medicinal going out and still the kind of slightly grotty bit like watching the fruit machine see if it's going to pay out or not <laughs> yeah I mean, that's quite dated in itself now I think yeah. I think it's quite an important part of the, the album is, is that he never quite finds that balance does he I think that's maybe why the relationship not to ruin it for people but it starts to go wrong a little bit what? oh <laughs> it seems so happy yeah listen bit. to this why it's so different to the, fir- the, the Blind Mother Lights how intense that is this is so the, the, the melodies uh, everything's like a lot more, more positive in this one isn't it it's like a lot more kind of it's yeah. a positive song this one yeah well yeah this is the well, being comfortable yourself the, this is the way up yeah. Although he has just, you know, imagine well, thinks but, he's just spotted her getting off with his mate, so Yeah. But he you kind of he's you obviously forgotten about that. You almost over the next two or three songs you do tend to you do let that slide, don't you? You don't really think about it too heavily. If it was just one night out and you thought you saw it, yeah. Then you would I guess you mm. wouldn't focus on it. Because of the what he was up to. Yeah. But he gets up to his own, his own cup up. Well, exactly. Yeah. No, no, he's no angel. <laughs> but mate, that's what I think. That's what makes this song because it's kind of the middle song, isn't it? Yeah. It's the lead up. To, he's got, he's got to come to all plays, and he thinks he's really happy. But is he? This is basically halfway through the album now. Yeah. But yeah, you've got to have that happy moment to kind of so that when it goes wrong, 
Well, you need you need to you need, you need, you need to understand yeah. what the good is with the bad, right? The problem and the yeah. That's that balance, isn't it? Like I said. Boom, bubblegum. You shouldn't you shouldn't give up on your mates ever. Just you shouldn't give all your mates up for a girl, but you shouldn't also not look after your girl for your mates. It's a nice nice balance. He is he is a delicate balance. Yeah. That few men have actually <laughs> no one's mastered it ever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my friend, my friend's motto is "Happy wife, happy life." So, mm. if that helps you out, then uh, always. I think I've heard that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Ten, but ten. then I assume all his mates <laughs> take the piss and say he's under the thumb or whatever. That's mm. the kind of cliche. Yeah, but he seems to have a happy life at home, so works for him. Yeah. Well, but imagine he's single mates all in the pub, and he's the one at home. Is, is, he, is, is he trying it. to tell himself that he's, he's better to be at home, or is he? I don't know. But it's it's one of those things, isn't it? You get to a certain age, like you you shouldn't care what people think. You should do what you. What makes you happy? Because one day you wake. If you listen to your mates and go with the more single life, eventually you'll be the only one single that's left. And you'll be lonely. And all your mates will be at home yeah. being complaining about. You'll die doing... sad and alone. <laughs> yeah. Mm. What's the point? Okay. So basically, desperately find someone and hang on to them. <laughs> yeah. Do whatever it takes. Ignore your mates. Yeah. Fuck them. Even if they treat you badly. <laughs> Fuck them. That's, that's not good advice. Yeah. Mm. Try and find the balance. Best yeah. mates ever. <laughs> uh, track six um, is called Get Out of My, my House. house. Now, ev- everyone's had this argument. And I've raised you in here, has a Barney with Simone and she kicks him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone, whether you're a boy or a girl, relates to this one. But the key line is that if you don't come back on your knees, I'll be even angrier, basically. Yeah. She doesn't, you know, she wants him to she kind of make up for she it. She doesn't want to lose him. No, not yet. <laughs> song is is the little details of him trying to get his little two pence worth in but never yeah. quite does it she's having a go, she's massively ever going at him and uh he's trying he to get, get, word in. get yeah. that word in and it's so mundane again isn't it yeah and he's he's prefer his excuses are all bullshit <laughs> he's in it is this the one where it's like she's mad about his stash of pills but yeah no, but they're actually is like epilepsy. from his epilepsy yeah yeah, yeah. But it's, yeah, it's, it's little details, isn't it? 
I think this that's bit when he think... starts going the attack here, this mm-hmm. little bit because he goes, he turns it around, goes in the attack. And actually, yeah. oh, I think about it. Yeah, big mistake. Yeah, I don't think Simone's the one. No, I don't think so. She is either. But it takes a while to learn that sometimes. Yeah, that's a, you know, mm. when you're in the middle of the storm. Yeah, got yeah. no perspective. All your mates can be tell you everything, right? Yeah. And again, his mates will tell him something <laughs> later on. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, but it's frustrating because it, you think he's happy. And then it kind doesn't of like last long, does it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could use another love song there. Could you? Would you have done I that? reckon, yeah. More of like a ballad. <laughs> Maybe I just like ballads. But what I was going to say is, again, like the, how dated this bit, this song, this album could be in places, and he starts talking about Femme Fatale. And at the time, she was like, quite the, quite the look, wasn't she, at the time? But she's not, is she still a thing now? Who? Who's on DJ Femme Fatale. Oh right, okay. I don't remember. Remember from Rocky, we used to talk about Femme Fatale. No. Yeah, well there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah she was like a kind of like cool DJ at the time. Oh like, right, okay. He's going. She's fit. She's fitter than you anyway. Oh. oh I thought it was more of a generic Femme Fatale. No, she's like a kind of. She was like a DJ. Okay. There you go. You learn something new every day. Yeah. And that's a good example of like I think when that at the time, two thousand and four, she was like kind of like pretty cool at the time and I think they just like drop that in there well, she's fitting you anyway yeah yeah hey, stop it can't hear it anyway <laughs> are, we, are we go on this album this, then you hit on you hit on to the is he about to go on holiday the absolute fucking banger of the of the of the yeah. album Boys is this holiday. your favourite uh it used to be it still, it still is I think but I do like the end of the album but as a single it's is fucking classic yeah I think again everyone can relate to this song where everyone's been on that boys holiday where it's just fun 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 but then yeah. maybe you do something a little stupid I mean it'll never be quite mobile will it's, it mate <laughs> <laughs> but it's like do you remember like when we used to work at Rocket and there was a guy across the road he used to always wear the white shirt and we used to call him the fucking white, white shirt man, man. yep he died. That's a good twist. Yeah. We, yeah, we didn't really know him. He wasn't like a friend. So. No, but he was Don't a nice guy. But we just he was because he always just wore a white shirt because of this song. We'd always talk about going into the album, <laughs> fucking white shirted man. That was this album's biggest impact. Yeah, <laughs> calling that guy the white shirted man. Fair, but fair. Fit, fit. But you know it. That's that's a phrase that kind of has seeped into. Hmm. I would yeah. still use that phrase. That yeah. that's, describes a lot. Of Plenty of yeah, but this is definitely a single, isn't it? I mean, it's such, it's yeah. definitely like a standout single isn't it, on this album. We did also like chips, the line about chip, chips, chips and, and drinks. drinks. Yeah. Was a... Stop sharking in a minute to get chips and drinks. That was a big line for us. For anyone who doesn't know, the Malta reference that I said to Steve was uh, me and Steve went on a boys' holiday because uh, yeah. Steve had never been on a boys' holiday. Yeah. Um, and yeah. he let his girlfriend organise it, and we ended up in Malta <laughs> in a family exo- uh, family resort. <laughs> it was not very much of a boys' holiday. But it was it, it was quite a good good laugh anyway. We made the best of it. Yeah. But yeah, like everyone has been in that situation where they've, they've met this girl, yeah. and she knows she's fit. Yeah. And you don't want to give her any credit, but you mm. kind of do anyway. So I've written the track seven. Fit by you know it. Tries to impress a girl in a takeaway on holiday with his mates. Exactly. What a single, What a song this is. Yeah. This is a dancer. Right? <laughs> Nine. Maybe even nine and a half in four beers time. That blue top shot top you've 
scarf on his eyes. Bit too much fake tan over here, you saw a hide. But there's just one little thing that's really, 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 really annoying me about you, you see. Yeah, yeah, like I said, you are really fit. But my gosh, don't you just know it? I'm not trying to fool you. Even though I would like to, I think you are really fit. You're fit, but my gosh, don't you know it? So when I looked at you standing there with your horn, I was waiting in the queue looking at the ball, wondering whether to have a burger or chips or not the shrapnel in my back pocket could have fallen. When I noticed at the corner of my eye, looking toward my direction, your eyes locked on my course. I couldn't concentrate on what I wanted to order, which lost me my place in the queue waiting for. Yeah, I'm not trying to fool you, even though I would like to. I think. Don't you know it? Leave it out. Oi. Oh, he's wearing a coat. Don't touch him. Don't touch him. Oh, such a good yeah, song. Yeah, that's a stone cold classic. Such a good song. If you heard that in a nightclub, you would be like all oh, over it. I'm up. Yeah. I'm yeah. dancing. Yeah. If you're asking. That, like that, the, the riff, guitar yeah. riff. Is it's so, so repetitive. Yeah, it's, it's so generic. Like that yeah. riff's been used a thousand times in lots of different songs. It's yeah. just so, it's two chords. But, it's not had this done over it. You know, yeah. it's totally fresh. It's like, again, it doesn't sound it's, like anything else. It's the rhythm of his voice, right? It, it suits the music so well. Yeah. Yeah. Just works a treat. And it tells a story just yeah. within this song. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, you, if you're a, a lad and you haven't experienced this, they're pretty. The pity, yeah, the pity, pity, pity yeah. Like a boy's holiday the, is. It's a right. But it's almost like a night yeah, out, isn't it? Six, you can imagine being a night out culture star. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But it's just like, yeah, a 17 year old lad, 17, yeah. group of 17 year old lads, first holiday away, way too much testosterone, way too much yeah. enthusiasm. One of them's got a girlfriend, one but he's still yeah, getting a girl who's handing out the free beer tokens yeah. for uh, Robin Hoods. Everyone, everyone falls in love and then and splits yeah. up in, in space for a week. Yeah. Was it, it's like, was it rude like he's good, not rude like on Koof or something? Yeah. I mean, it's rude as in good. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the line, but it's good. You might recognise me from my collaborations with Radiohead and Stephen Hawking. I actually did a lot of his heavy lifting for him. Anyway, I'm here to tell you about Best Days Vintage. If you like sustainable vintage fashion, feel-good prints and positive well-being, then they're the guys for you. Visit them at 40 Elf Lane, Colchester, or online at bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Peace out, mother crushers. <laughs> I mean, he was at the top of his game, wasn't he? This, this is fucking hell, it's the top of his game. What was, it, what was your uh, your first boys' holiday? I went to Lorette de Mar in Spain. Classy. Just up, straight after sixth form finished. I, I went to Tenerife with two years in a row. 
Uh, first year with your brother-in-law, Toby. Mm-hmm. Absolute ledge festival holiday. Anyway. And then went with a, a few of Toby's mates as well. Uh, not so much fun, <laughs> but uh, it's still a lot. Still similar antics. Still antics, yeah. Anyone fall off a balcony? That seems to be classic. No. Uh, like, it's, just, it's egos everywhere. Yeah. There'll always be a falling out between two... Yeah. Usually the two kind of lady killers of the group. Do you know what it reminds me of? It's like, it's like everyone thinks they're super cool on these holidays, but when you actually look back at it, it's probably more like the in-betweens holiday. Oh, God, yeah. That that film was so well written. Well, all of the in-betweens, to be fair. Yeah. Rings so true, with yeah. my experience of, yeah. of being that age. Thinking you're actually super cool and on, on fly, and actually... Yeah, going into a deserted nightclub. Yeah. But the irony <laughs> is that the girls are probably thinking the same thing as well. Yeah. But have a bit more class about it. <laughs> Okay, fit where you know it. Probably the his best ever his best ever single. Oh, single. There's been some. Uh, I mean, he's written some fucking good songs. The, I? Again, the first album has got some classic singles on there. Dry Your Eyes was a bigger hit. Yeah, and it's probably a better song. But as yeah. a single, like as a dance floor filler. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's hard. Tough, I know it's yeah. tough, isn't it? It's bloody good. It's really bloody good. This game in here at this moment, and I think at this point, like second album, it hasn't like you know he his stuff. It can get his vocal style can get a bit samey. Grating. Yeah. So do you think he needed that? The album needed that song. Yeah, it breaks it up nicely. That's track seven. I mean, mean, we're like we're deep in the album right now. Yeah, but it's it's it's. I imagine albums and films are quite similar, and obviously this is a concept album, which is quite similar to a film, as it's got these different narratives running through it, but the same one narrative running away through it at the same time. Mm. And in music, similar to film, it has to have those ups and downs. You have to have that different pacing, because if if there's the same pace all the way through music, all the way yeah. through film, it becomes boring. It becomes repetitive. Mm. Those albums where every song sounds the same, just because the voice, someone's voice, sounds the same. You can't change it, so you've got to change the music, you've got to change the pacing. Mm-hmm. I, did, no I mean, there's like, definitely like an increase in the tempo. Yeah. Because that's, that song is probably more like the first album, in as much as like it fits more into the first album, kind of like um, yeah. the kind of story that goes into the first album, the kind of lads in the cafe kind of vibe. Geezer yeah. Boys. But of all, of all the, there's not many dance, danceable songs in no. this album, but that, that, I mean, that, that gets that you up is, on the dance floor, right? Oh, 100%. He's still with now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Moving on. Track eight. Such a twat. <laughs> it's a good. Such a, a twat. It's about John. Yeah. Describing uh, so, myself. So, in a nutshell, he gets back from holiday and realizes he wants to be with Simone after all, and he's been a bit naughty. But also, it's also it's the come down from the holiday. Yeah. Where he's absolutely knackered. We've all come back from the holiday. Yeah. We're absolutely. And he literally is coming back from the holiday. He talks about being on the plane. Yeah. He's putting his keys in the door. I mean, he's literally on the phone to his mate yeah. coming back. So he's straight away back. And that feeling, you know, where you're a bit jet lagged and you're yeah. all emotional. All you want to do is sleep. Yeah. Yeah. But you're too, you're still hyped up from the yeah. holiday. Too and many... he's been drinking on the plane as well. He talks uh, about his uh, one too many Chardonnays oh. or something. Responsible. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm starting to think he deserves. Why is he drinking on the way back? But it's that. It's that. Who does that? What's, what's, the, what's the phrasing? Is is that um, sort of par- paranoia after the night before? It's. Um... Mm. Yes, I know there is a phrase for it. Yeah. Morning after the night before. No, 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 no yeah, there is actual phrase for it. Yeah. 
I'll try and Google it. For Google us. it while this while <laughs> you listen to <laughs> such a twat. <laughs> Yeah, safe man, you okay? Just calling to ensure you got back in. Hope you cope yesterday, cause I felt well damn crew. But yeah, in the air on the plane, my stomach was turning. Man, I was hanging, head to head on the headrest in pain. Praying away all my bad sins. Lost count of the plane Chardonnays before the fourth, or maybe the fifth. In future, I need to abstain. If only I'd had a bit of discipline. But worth every bit of spare change. Pure clowning down to the last drink. Hang on, let me slam the door, mate. Just pause that floor for a bit. Why did I have to go and do a stupid thing like that? Cause yeah, it felt like we were through though. But I could have ruined it, I'm such a twat. I've been pacing the place, well paralysed since I got back in with my bags though. Yeah, I'm too aware that last night was way mad slack. I know, carried in a gang, I lost sight of Simone on her own back at home. Distracted from the fact it weren't right, could have raised up the hand and no. Simone was moaning and that about me playing away on this holiday. She was watching the box at her dad's house there, preparing splits away as I'm smacking glasses down at George Best, best session rate. Uh, can you hear me? Sorry, it's just little lines like that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Better than smashing better than best his best days. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it's best best style rate. Right? Best style rate, right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's little lines. Lo right? and behold, he's uh, he's done the dirty on his misses and he's trying to kind of cover it up. Yeah, but I don't think you've learned that at this point, have you? Not at this point, no. But as the song goes on, you learn that he's basically saying, "I realise I want to be with Simone. I've all I've got to do now is cover up what I've done wrong." No. And I hope she didn't notice. Yeah, no, I think this, this, I don't think he's, st- I think it's the next song you find out where he's, he's actually fucked up. I think this song, he's just, he's talking about how he could have fucked up. Mm. And then you find out the next song, actually, he's gone that step too far. But yeah, we've all, we've, like, we've all had that, the fear, I don't know why that, that phrase escaped me earlier. Uh, we've all had that fear where we've come back and actually, next day nerves and all that sort of stuff. What did I do last night? Yeah. <laughs> Did I did I do what I think I did? Mm. Or was that just again? Yeah, it reminds me of all of us. The amount of time when we've been on like last holidays yeah. and that fucking train journey, that plane journey back, and you're mm. hanging out of your arsehole. Yeah. yeah, no one's really talking. <laughs> yeah, everyone's just leave me alone. You, 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 you get back on it and just yeah, he's gone hair of the dog. Yeah, <laughs> not for me, not for me, Clive. Yeah, but yeah. uh, I'm a cry in the corner. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> Don't talk to me. It, it, it took me a long time. Don't to touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> What taught me, taught me a long time to learn is actually girls are just as bad on holiday as lads. Like, if not a bit worse, they love us uh, a massive piss up. But well, a good thing about again is like how normally it's like he's got a song track eight called "Such a Twat." Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like he's it's the, it can't be many songs. No, called that. It's so English as well. Yeah. You know, it's like so twat. self-deprecating. Do Amer- Americans pronounce it twat? Twad. Did he? Yeah, I think I've heard that. Is it even, even a word over there? Yeah, I've heard them say twad. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. It makes it sound posh. Twat. Yeah. yeah. It's a really good word. Yeah, great I think word. This is track eight. I mean, we're like, we're, we're, we're reaching climax we're point di- now. <laughs> but you know, man, for the album, the narrative yeah. of the album is like, it's really kind of hitting the hitting home now. Yeah, but every single song has is, is hit a... Something someone's done something wrong, or realised something they really like, or 
There's, it's nothing, there's nothing grandiose about it. Mm. It's just little moments that you realise throughout life. You look, you're in love with a girl, you almost fucked up. Actually, you'd rather be with her than do go out with your mates. Yeah. Everyone, what he, what he's got to on holiday is realise, keep it to yourself, lads. Yeah. He's basically he's 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 covering his tracks. Yeah. And that this next song is is all about actually. He's realised he's uh. Well, this one's a suspect thing. Yeah. This one's called "What Is He Thinking." Yeah, this is more about. His, oh yes, this is more about yeah, his this mates. Is yeah. 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 Poor old Scott gets in the fucking neck. Realizes yeah. well, Dan. Yeah, realizes he's not. Dan's uh, the man. Yeah, realizes he's not the only one that's been fucking up. Yeah. yeah. So this is track nine, and it's called "What Is He Thinking?" This is where he suspects his mate Scott has stolen his money, his girlfriend, and his coat. But come to the end, we realize it's. Dan. Yeah, no, not Dan. Dan. It was Ramadan at Dan. I mean, we should say this all the time. Dan. Dan. <laughs> this is this is quite. This is where things really start going dark. Yeah. It's written all over his face. I wish I could read what his eyes are saying, staring straight and not blinking. He's not giving anything away. What, what is he thinking? thinking? in a different, difficult position there, isn't he? Yeah. This is it, because the second of the song goes from Scott's point of view. Yeah. Because he wants to tell him. He doesn't. And then does. Well, yeah. Well, he has to, but yeah, because what are you going to do? Yeah. But, but it's also that he's stitching up Dan. Yeah. He tells him. I mean, um, I'm not saying Dan doesn't well, deserve it, Well, Dan's not innocent, but, but let's be honest, Mike's not exactly um, exactly innocent party either. Nice that he wears a peacoat as well. But this is where, for me, this is where things really. This, the rest of this album, I find really difficult to listen to. Right until the end, because yeah, yeah because it's it's a decline. Really, it's like so. It's really sad. It's really like quick. It's awful. It's like I've like hard. Yeah, it's. But I suppose it's like last song says. Right, it's not the end. He, just, he talks about it, not doesn't want it to be the end, but it, mm. it is. It's an, it's not an end, but it's a new beginning, and he's. It's not a healthy relationship, is it? I suppose. No. <laughs> but then you're at this stage where you're not quite sure what's going on, right? So you're pointing fingers at your mates, and yeah. you're ang- he's angry, isn't he? It's the paranoia again. Yeah. Yeah. Paranoia gets it, right? Yep. But yeah, we've all been there again, like like thinking the world's out to get us, thinking all our mates are lying to us. Like everyone has their down days. Yeah, everyone's slagging me off, putting on their back. Yeah, feeling the piss. But this one as well, you're talking, you're literally, he's literally talking to his mate face yeah. to face, and yeah. he's not going, I don't fucking believe you. He 
they fucking good. The lyrics are so good, aren't yeah. they? So good. But this is only what the second song where there's a reply to it because there's obviously the argument. Yeah, yeah. It's a the good, back and forth, back yeah. and forth. But it, it, again, each song is a slightly different, isn't it? Oh yeah, the variety is really, really good. Yeah, because it, again, it could become really boring and yep. samey, but it's not. Each song is different. Oh yeah, each, each song's got such an individual yeah. kind of atmosphere to it. Mm. And this one, you can feel the aggression. It's, oh yeah, yeah, it's very much kind of rhythmic. And yeah, which is why when it which when it goes to dry your eyes, isn't it? It's like that kind of like that turn. It's like yeah, this is so aggressive, like the. Hmm. But yeah, it's, it's an emotional rollercoaster, isn't it? Yeah. It really is, like any good story. Yeah. And it also makes you want to stay on to the end. Like yeah. I remember, I listened to this a couple of times recently. Obviously, I knew we were talking about it, and it wasn't any moment I skipped a song. And there wasn't any moment of like, oh, I could do that this bit. It just like keeps you engaged throughout. Well, that's it. There aren't many albums. I think this is kind of unique in its in its storytelling. But there's not many albums where. You you don't skip a track because it's just not as yeah not as good. But whereas this album, you, it really rewards listening to it as a whole. And this is like one of the last concept, really good examples of of an album like how it should be. Yeah. yeah. But when you guys asked me to pick an album, I went through all the sort of different albums I love. Damn. Um, and and I was, I was saying to you earlier, I was like, Damn. There's a each song, each album has a song that. You're like, oh, I could probably do that. This because yeah. I, I thought about. There's so many different albums I thought about, mm. but there's Jeff Buckley with Grace, and there's a song within that, um, something a Carol-based song, and it's, I just I, every time I hear that, I'm like, yeah, skip. But there's not a single song on this that, on this album that I wanted to skip. Just gonna because also it's like, it feels like you're fast forwarding a film. What is that mean? You're not gonna get the full. No. You know, That's why you know. Originally, when I said that it was trap. Free, not addicted. How it felt to me, like at the time, like oh, this doesn't really, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But then you realise what it's about. It's about yeah. the gambling side of things. It does. It suddenly fits in place. Yeah. So, well, so this next song is. Oh Christ! It's. Yeah. I think this first is the first time it became acceptable to have a boy breakup song, like a lad that yeah. a song that, that explained exactly how you felt when you lost a girl. But before that, there wasn't really a song like this, was there? In your, mo- in, uh, I can think of anyway. Not one. That there were sad songs, but there wasn't plenty like, of breakup songs, but yeah. not as kind of from a sort of geezer. Yeah, yeah not as. That's, raw that's as what this. makes it so special. It's yeah. from a sort of alpha male perspective. Yeah. It was made it acceptable to like yeah. actually you can. It's you, all right. <laughs> when I think about it, I yeah, I picture like skinheads, grown fat skinhead men crying. Yeah, but I think, I think and I'm sure that did happen. I think what this gets over is that if, if anyone's ever lost someone, you know that it's that that physical pain even though you, yeah. it's an emotional thing you have that physical pain yeah so this is track 10 uh, it's called Dry Your Eyes which is probably the big single off this album and probably one of the best songs The Painful Breakup How Could You Ever Cope it's hard to listen to this single moment your whole life can turn around you stand there for a minute staring straight into the ground looking to the left slightly then looking back down the world feels like it's caved in proper sorry frown please let me show you where we could only just be for us i can change and i can grow or we could adjust the wicked thing about us is we always have trust we can even have an open relationship if you must i look at her she stares almost straight back at me but 
her eyes glaze over like she's looking straight through me Then her eyes must have closed for what seems an eternity When they open up she's looking down at her feet Dry your eyes mate I know it's hard to take but her mind has been made up There's plenty more fish in the sea Dry your eyes mate I know you want to make her see how much this pain hurts It's not quite this bit, but there's a bit where he, he talks about how he she closes her eyes and looks down. And then when she looks back up, walks away, yeah. and that's that's the heartbreaker because he's yeah. he's basically begging and pleading for her to stay. It's and got a bit of hope. Right it's now. got a bit desperate, and obviously she doesn't love him anymore. And uh, I think a lot of people have obviously been there. Yeah. Well, it, this this reminds me of when you remember when you had a painful breakup and yeah. you sit in your bedroom, right? And it's like it's that kind of like relationship between like two mates, like kind of like trying to talk to each other, and that was like a really hard thing and I think that blokes generally have kind of been through these kind of things like that juxtaposition between him singing wasn't it as well saying dry your eyes mate it's going to be alright there's plenty more fish in the sea it's, it's, it's a tough list. it's a tough listen it's a tough um, but it's also an absolutely beautiful song like it's pretty yeah. it's pretty impressive I think if you, I think if anyone's lost anyone it'll bring back some tough memories but yeah I remember sitting on that bed where you yeah. supported me and putting your arm around me and saying it'll be alright mate and it, obviously it was uh, and you even start, managed to find that little bit of humour where you said like your nose is running it looks like you're snotting out yeah. <laughs> like a bogey, massive bogey coming out of it can you tie that up because I can't look at you right now <laughs> but even he I mean it's pain, hard to listen to this song but he does go over it yeah no of course yeah, well, everyone does yeah. but it, it feels like the end of the world when you're yeah. in it right? yeah at the time mm. yeah it feels like it's pointless and I think that's a lot of thing about, it's not just breakups it's depression all sorts of depression whether yeah. it's what, whether it's um, sort mm. of uh, a moment, or just just because it, you're down at that point, there this always is, will be that. This is why this song is so amazing because he's such a geezer boy, and he's so like fucking at it. And this song is so raw and so mm-hmm. emotional, mm-hmm. and it and connects to so it many people. There. It's like bloody Ed Sheeran in a way. It's like it's just well, like I say, it made it acceptable to mm. be like this. Yeah, and it, and feel feel it's probably borders on genius. This one, like for me, it's like it's just fucking good. It's like very very it's emotionally musically mm-hmm. as well it's so clever yeah you don't get many songs like that you don't get many songs like this in this world and I don't think we ever get many songs strings are beautiful they're like this yeah yeah well how many breakup songs are there out there, out there for girls that like means to be in the hundreds right yeah. and th- this is this, this is, is, one, this this is th- one in a thousand this song one in a million this song yeah yeah but it's hard to listen to it's, it's, the, it's the first time I remember hearing it from a boy's point of view hmm hmm and even the, even the music at the end is kind of like all the violins. It's kind of that sad end. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. But that juxtaposition in between him and the kind of like singing as well, like yeah. kind of like the two that like are kind of coming together. And with the rest of the album as well, if you think most yeah. of it is so. Yeah. You know, staccato and just talky. Yeah. But that one's that's a that's just a great melody. However, 
Yeah. And, Whatever you think and, about it. And, and what's mental is that's track 10 on an 11 track album. That's like, a, what the fucking good that song is. And you what's, think, that's most musicians would, most bands would have that like track 2, 3, lead single off the album. Yeah. Fucking. And, and it's the, like, the A&R man would be saying, you've got, you know, we need that. Yeah. It's relatively hidden in the album. Yeah. But yeah, it's his, it was his most popular song. Well, it's his probably it was, his it biggest was number song. one. Yeah. Yeah, it should be. In the United Kingdom. Yeah. Mm. Probably other countries. I mean, we listen to Slovakia. Yeah. <laughs> Slovakia, I think it's they're being quite, released next week. They haven't quite found their, their, uh, no. their, their emotional side. They've only just released side. Kylie and Jason. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, they haven't quite got in touch with their emotional side yet, have they? <laughs> well, especially if a year is, uh, you know. Yeah, especially if a year's just come out over now. That's also a great song. Mm. So that's track 10. So we move swiftly on to the last track of the album, which I think is probably my favourite track of this album. It's, it's in my top 10 songs of all time. It is just fucking brilliant. It's called Empty Cans, track 11. I don't know how to, I, I found this one hard what, what to write, so I wrote two endings to a story mm-hmm. the angry ending and the happy ending. To me, it's, it's. I don't know if you've ever seen that film Sliding Doors, but there, it's not yeah. just that film that does it. Of course I have. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's one change of how you see things or the one way. It's almost like his outlook in life. It gives it gives his mate a chance and it completely changes his future. Yeah. And I listened to this album when I listened to this album yesterday. After writing these notes, I listened to it again and come to these last like nine tracks nine, ten, eleven. I felt really emotional, like proper light on the edge of like crying in the middle of a shop because it's like just going for a fucking journey and it's like what could have been versus what has been and it's like it's just fucking brilliant, really. Well, I think he he he's had a tough tough <laughs> tough ten songs yeah. at this by this point. Yeah. And the second half of his song... What are you talking about? had a lovely lad's holiday. <laughs> he did, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, he did. But he was worried about Except it. Except for the fucking one shade, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the second half of his song, he, he actually realises there's light at the end of the tunnel. Um, yeah. And we, I don't know what to do. Should we play the whole thing? Yeah. Well, we can't just play the first half because that's just the bad bit. You need uh, to get to the... So but it's eight minutes. Fucking hell, eight minutes long. The whole the thing, song. yeah. So can we... Can we play a bit of it... Talk and then play and then I'll well, turn, yeah, turn it up when it gets to the the change because uh, for anyone, I mean, most people maybe listen to this know this album, so we're, we're singing to the part, but there might be some people that haven't heard this album. And mm. this song is this is what we this is what we're maybe we should to, spoil right? how it ends. This is what it's out, this is what the whole thing comes to. I don't know how yeah. it's hard to it, know. It's, it's uh, again, it's like one of those uh, for me, it's like I don't know if you've ever seen Shawshank Redemption, but th- that end to that the film. Bit. No, no. Oh. <laughs> then that film, you keep thinking it's going to end. You keep thinking it's going to end, and actually, and, and then the bombing bit happens. And, and then the bombing bit happens. Like, get your head out the bombing bit, bit. Yeah. It gets, it gets to the end, and it and it keeps ending, and it keeps ending, and it doesn't end. You and just it's like Lord of the Rings. And it's just, <laughs> oh, never mind. Uh, and then it ends perfectly. It's what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. it, uh, yeah, that is a magical film. Unlike Lord of the Rings. All right, well, I'll, I'll, let's whack it on, and we'll yep. see how we go. Empty cans. We are experimenting here in life. Mm. We've had a few beers. We've all had a few, fair play. Got this still a bomb for the last cafe. If I want to sit in and drink Super Tenix in a day, I will. No one's going to fucking tell me, Jack. But can you rely on anyone in this world? No, you can't. It's not my fault there's water for empty cans. Everyone wanted this to all go wrong for me from the start It's fucked up that a man's life can just be attacked Watching this morning with a beer is much better than relying on them cunts for mates I was given that don't have my back Scott texted me to say he'd have a look at the TV for me 
but I lay me down, telling him she fuck right off chat. I found his company out the yellow pages. <laughs> He's a good mate, though, isn't he? Take away the TV, fix it quick, snap. The next day they took away the TV, told me they would repair the little well, bit that's broken around on the yeah. back. Yeah. Thought that'd be that, but the next bit was on top. This was where it all started to get a bit out of hand. No one gives a crap about my That's why I'm acting nasty. You know what you can do with your life. Introduce it on your chassis. Cause no one gives a crap I know you said this song is eight minutes long, but it is almost two songs in one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You could... Essentially, it's two songs. Eight songs, though. Eight minutes. I never would have thought that for a song. That's mental. But again, but it's, yeah, it's two songs. You, you can feel the anger in him, can't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No one cares about Mike. Yeah, well, we've all been there as well. Like, we're all, all, against, all on our own. Fuck Particularly, he's so angry with his mate, you know, Scott and stuff. And I feel, you know, you feel bad for Scott. Well, yeah, Scott is the innocent in all this. But, hmm. but they're, they're he's also... in an impossible position. Hmm. So, obviously, if hopefully everyone's going to go and listen to this song because it's amazing. But he it's all about um, that one moment where you actually give your mate a chance because he, he has a fight with the TV repairman. And before Scott had offered to try and look at the Another TV, innocent. yeah, <laughs> had looked uh, offered to look at the TV for him, and he said no. But in yeah. the second half of the film, the second half of the song, it rewinds and he says, "Actually, go and look at it." Yeah, and it changes everything for him. So that's it. Do you see it as two alternate? Yeah, cool, pretty yeah. alternate realities. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like it's those moments. I think we've all been there where we've actually thought, Fuck, if so we make a yeah. different decision here, we will actually change our lives. That's the thing because you can't. You, it's important that you get the happy one second. Yeah. yeah, of course, yes. But it's hard to listen to it because that when that piano comes in that second half, yeah, that song, it, it is, changes the whole. Oh, God Almighty, it's so good. Yeah. Well, that shows you how music can change yeah. the mood completely in yeah. a second, right? Mm. Because it's a really angry, angry song, and then the piano kicks in, and you actually, and then you relax, and yeah, yeah, and everything so, starts going right. Music is so powerful. Mm. But yeah, you're right. This this has got the world shittest fight in it. Yeah, and it's like Bridget Jones. It's like such a shit fight. Yeah, you you um. It, here we go. Let's do it this way. If I want to sit in and drink super tenants in the day, I will. No one's gonna fucking tell me, Jack. Jack. But can you rely on anyone in this world? No, you can't. It's all my fault, there's wall to wall empty cans. I sat in the kitchen all fucked off, imagining over and over what they were all doing behind my back. Dodgy things going on, actions I regretted. Stained bottle with a pipe and sim foil on the map. Scott texted me to say he'd have a look at the TV for me. And I felt like just telling him to fuck right off chat. But what he said about wanting to do the right thing by both mates and then opting to stay out, it seemed to match. But I told him he could make it up by fixing the TV. He said that's the least he could do to square things flat. I thought that'd be that, but then the next bit was mad. This is where everything started to all turn back. End of something I did not want. That chorus sums it all up, right? 
he knows it's not everything's going to be suddenly alright or not it's like a click of a finger and it's going to be hard for a while but it's, so it's, the, it's the first hint isn't it is when he goes when he revises and goes it's my fault though, yeah he's, he's, he's starting to take responsibility straight away yeah that's, that's quite a simple keyboard right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just those notes it's just it's major major chords yeah. instead of minor basically and that changes yeah. and it just instantly changes, changes the feeling yeah but it, it, it's been brilliant. My, my favourite line in the whole of this this uh, album, as well as song, yeah. is at the end where he talks about in the last garrison. You, yeah, your you, you're, you've got your own back. Only you can have your own back. I mean, your mates can try and be there for you, but they've got their own worries to worry about. Exactly. I think that's that's a great way to look out in life. You could perceive it as really negative, saying like you're on your own, but actually you're not. It means you've got to look after yourself, take care of yourself, both emotionally and physically. But your mates will be there for you. But you got to make sure you got to be aware that they've also got their own things to deal mm-hmm. with. So come together when you can, but make sure you look after yourself. That's just, really good advice. It's a really good message. Yeah, I mean, like I say, you, you can if you you can listen to this song and listen to it, not quite get it, and it can sound really negative. That line, but I think it's a really positive one. What's bad is like I had really considered this album for a long time, and then since you brought it in, it's like it's completely changed my opinion on it but I just remembered it again and now now it's just there it's always going to be a special place now it's like it's just completely changed your whole perception of an album yeah I think, I think to, be, to be fair it's it's a it's a guy quite early on in his life when I say early on I mean like in his 20s and it's so I think that's why it transports us back because obviously we, we had quite experiences together in our 20s and 30s yeah I mean this this came out at the right time for us didn't it yeah, it's in which yeah. it defines our generation yeah. or it defines every generation but it was but of, the storytelling though is so oh it's universal yeah it's got some dated moments in it now but it's the story itself is universal man loves girl they fall out yeah. they think they love they don't love they're angry but in the background of that they move on your mates as well yeah I think friendship yeah friendship and like girls come and go until you find the right one yeah but your mates your real mates will always be there for you but they've got their own problems. You must well. be fucking chuffed when you wrote this album. Yeah, fucking hell, it's an absolute banger. So chuffed. I think again, it's it's one of those albums you either get or you don't. This got like this. The first album got loads of review, great reviews. This one, I think I forget what it was. Like there's a website that rates all the reviews, and the other one, the first album got like 90, 90 out of hundred. This one got ninety one point five out of hundred or something. Yeah. Well, it's brilliant. The first album was so, got such good reviews because it was so fresh and nothing sounded yeah. like it. This one is more about this this whole thing we've been yeah. doing about the story. Like, it's just a, such a great idea. I, I honestly don't understand why more well, people don't do it. Didn't yeah. the Beatles try and do it? Even Beatles tried to do it with Simon Peppers and it and got bored. <laughs> well, yeah. It, it, that is just a concept album in that they gave themselves a different name for that album. But there's no, yeah, there's the, no through line. There's no they, story. They tried to, didn't they? In the first two or three songs... Not really. Okay. But yeah, this he Paul Paul came up with the let's you know we're kind of pigeonholed as the Beatles. Let's come. Let's be something else. Let's be a different band. So that was that was the overriding concept. But then if you listen to the songs, there's no through line. There's no. There's just that we're Sergeant Pepper's. There's that kind of. There's like each side starts with one of those. So they you know. (laughs) (laughs) And now Jess shows his true colours. Oh right, this is the shop playlist. Got into share. Share. Yeah. So this right, was. This so was, now this, everybody, this, I want you to. This is this is Jen's choice. Off your beds. Stop crying. And let's all dance. 
You can't see me, but I am fucking giving it stacks. <laughs> Absolute banger. Yeah. Let's review that next week. <laughs> review. But it's amazing. <laughs> just just so someone's aware, I wasn't tagging off the Beatles there. It was. Uh, it's all right, you wouldn't be the first. Oh, yeah, they've been they've put in band been put in band for life. Oh well, idiots. Mm. Well, one one specific idiot. Yeah. yeah. Well, so just, so just in conclusion, John, how would you? Because I'm going to finish now because we've been going on for like a while now. Yeah. Why Why <laughs> have you chosen this album? Well, like I said, I think, like I said at the start, is I, I've been trying to think of lots of al- lots of albums have affected me over the years. Lots of albums re- represent my sort of era and have shaped um, moments in my life. I, I mean, I could have gone on Chemical Brothers Surrender from. Like back in the day when I was really getting into music and going to festivals and clubs and stuff, um, and it's, I think there's an album that you can pick from each of your sort of era that descri- describes that little moment. But what I've always stayed consistent with is I've always worked within video and TV and film. And what I love about this album is it basically is a film or a TV program. It, it tells that narrative. And I was a little bit worried about coming on here and talking about music because, in the grand scheme of things, compared to you two, I know very little about it. But I do know. Right, you sit next to me. You're right. <laughs> but what I do know about is storytelling and narrative, and pace uh, within within that, and those subplots, major plots, thrown back to moments, uh, foreseeing all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And that's what this is. What this album does absolutely beautifully. It, like if you you can listen to like a great film you can watch it over and over again and st- still see little moments that you hadn't seen before this album is the same you can listen to it and still hear things you've never heard before because it's it's that good I feel like I've li- I, feel, I don't know about you Jez but I feel like I've listened to this album with new ears yes definitely it, I think it makes a difference when you know you're going to be talking about it so you listen to it a little bit closer mm. than you normally would but yeah, I, I've throughout the last 10 years or however long this album's been out 15 years or whatever. It's one of those albums, every now and again, I will think, oh, I really want to listen to that. And I, mm. I always listen to it all the in way order. through. Yeah. In order, which is very rare with. Yeah. In the modern day. Yeah, completely. And that speaks that speaks volumes that you. that mm. I want to do that. Yeah. I think I think that's what's missing for a moment. Like, obviously, things move on. I don't want to talk about how great the old times were because it's always rose into glasses. But I do miss those sort of albums that you want to listen to all the way through. Mm. Okay. Um, this has been a massive experiment, so I have no idea if it's going to work or if it's going to it's going to sound any good. But to answer, it might be taken off the airways for copyright I breach. I don't know. <laughs> as well, we'll, 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 we'll find out, won't we? How do we know? You might not I, be able to actually hear this. I'll be honest; I don't care because I've had a really nice yeah, it's been, it's been hour and twenty minutes, and you know, beautiful experience. I really hope it does work, and I hope that you guys listening actually kind of enjoy it. And I really think that you. If you've never heard this album before, please, God, listen to it in order. Put your headphones on. Give it an hour. It's 53 minutes, did I say it was? Yeah. You've got 53 minutes. Put it, put it on in your bed. Put your headphones on and listen to it. Because Get it's, immersed in it. Yeah. yeah, immerse yourself because it really is one of the what, greatest what? albums of the last 10, 15 years. Well, your, your first pilot, as good as it was, you became a lot slicker with it. So maybe this will be your first pilot of this kind of genre. Yeah, yeah. And it will be a lot better well, that, moving on down the line. That's it. We're hoping this will become a regular thing and we can maybe yeah. get other people on to talk about mm. albums that are very special to them or just albums that we know really well that we can feel like we can talk yeah, about and kind one. of bring... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's what's hard. A little album called Repeat to Fade by it's, New Adventures. We want to listen to it with you. 
And so I wanted to listen to it in mm. order, and that's why I don't know if this is going to sound all right, but I will figure it out. This is yeah. coming out, so I hope... By this might. point, you'll know. Yeah, this yeah. is Friday night, so... It's Friday, isn't it? It's Friday evening, it's we sit in the shop with our mates, we've had about six beers each, and we... We're having a rollicking time, a hopefully evening. you have too, and yeah, we'll speak to you soon. It's nice to meet you all. Do you think? Bye! Bye! <laughs>